Good morning. Is that better? Can you hear us now? <laughs> Is the microphone on now? I think the microphone's on now. Hi, Creatorholic. Morning. Good morning, everyone. Sorry, if you're listening on podcast, you probably had 20 seconds there of total silence, wondering what the hell was going on. Um, whereas if you were watching through the medium of vision, you'll have just seen some idiot blithering away. Um, morning, everyone. Good coffee moaning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Friday. Hashtag, f- <laughs> hashtag f- fun Friday. Um, Oh, DK1612 morning. And uh, for those of you listening, when I say things like DK1612, that's a very sort of like R2D2-like name, but these are the names of all the lovely followers, subscribers, and family guests flying up the screen on our YouTube channel. DK1612 says, morning, what a morning it's been. Couldn't start car at 5 a.m., so I'm waiting for the AA to arrive. Also, 24-year-old son came to say goodbye this morning, but opened the door on me naked. Traumatized the poor boy. Wow. Down at Fraggle Rock, hey? Down at Fraggle Rock, dun, 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 down at Fraggle I used to love Fraggle Rock. Did anyone else? I think Fraggles were the ultimate ADHD Muppets. Just crazy with their little kind of hair. I love Fraggle Rock. Stuart G is pouring down there. Bella M, good morning. Good morning, Bella. Um, sounds like a bot. <laughs> That's the name, doesn't it? Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, Yes, it's Friday. It's the weekend. We have, what have we got ahead of ourselves? If you are a subscriber or follower of the channel, you have the Curly Cooks are back live tomorrow morning. Um, and uh, and obviously there'll be the Coffee Morning uh, papers. Uh, you've got the No Name Sunday show is going to be a live No Name Sunday show this coming Sunday. Uh, looking, forward to, looking forward to that. Um, I was speaking to someone else yesterday, actually, who had, uh, I have got such a bad head. Part of the reason I'm wearing this. Um, I also had a London Film Festival screening later today, Reese Roberts, which I'm having to actually not go to because I cannot tell you the amount of painkillers I've had to use to kind of just be able to not to get through it. It's a wincing eye. It's definitely congestion, but it's just killer. And you're seeing the killer. And I spoke to someone yesterday who said they, they really enjoyed it. They felt it was a return to form for David Fincher. I'm talking about movies, if you wonder what the hell I'm gibbering on about. Um would never get made now, says Aaron Bullimar. Can't have sweets in TV shows anymore. Set would have to be made of runner beans or something. Oh, were they sweets? Was it, was it sweets? Oh, it's just so cray-cray, isn't it? In the bray-bray. Um, uh, morning, Elliot Gonzalez. How are you? How are you? How are you? Um, uh, so Lee Durant, you've upped your sertraline, and I've had such a bad head for the last week. Mm. I haven't upped to anything. Maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe that's maybe that's why. Maybe I need to. Um, bad head, really bad head. Um, home time special was fantastic. It was lovely, wasn't it, Teddy? Really, it was really, really lovely. Um, really moving. Uh, a real privilege, actually, to be there to film something like that. And it's that sort of balance between, you know, obviously he was blessing me. The ever the performer, he said, "I think you've got some very emotional stuff there." <laughs> very sweet. Um, hi, Joni. There are some nasty viruses going around. I hope you and uh, Teddy are really well. Another Teddy. <laughs> Lovely Teddy. Um, there is a rude song for Fra- Fraggle Rock. Is there? Is it something that West Ham supporters sing by any chance? Maybe? Lee, do you want to share with us? Don't share with us. Loved Green Figured Hell as well. And Teddy, really moving. Who didn't cry? Well, you've got a different kind of vlog landing this weekend too. So you've got all sorts of stuff coming at you. Um, Zoe, you've been stuffed with the cold all week. Uh, I nearly had a break in my flat today, yesterday's break-in. Oh, no. 
So it's been an awful, oh, you poor thing, sending you, sending you all our love. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Bloody hell, Zoe, Jesus. Sadie, Sadie C's birthday tomorrow too. Remind us tomorrow, come on the live tomorrow and we'll sing happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, Zoe, God, oof. I remember when I was a kid uh, in our flat, mum, if you're watching, I don't know, uh, we had a break-in and I had a, I had like a tin, um, a tin, uh, what they call, piggy bank, but it wasn't piggy, it was a post box, like red, loads of coins in it, it was where I put all my football sticker change, change, I don't have change, I just coins that I found, I guess, um, they stole that and they shat in someone's shoe, that was really weird, that was the weirdest part of all of it. I just remember someone squealing in the hallway. I don't know if it was my mom or a girlfriend or whatever. And someone said, there's a shit in the shoe. There's a huge shit in the shoe. And I remember just, you know, when you're young, it's just that association between, and I remember someone saying at the time, something along the lines of, oh yeah, but you see, they're in a, a heightened state of panic when they're burgling. So when you've got to go, you've got to go. And I was thinking, is your, if you're in a heightened state of panic, do you, do you want to go for a shit? I've never been able to kind of, it's always like in, in films, I was, I try la la, I'm sending you lots of love, I haven't seen you for a while, I hope, you, I hope you're okay sweetie, hope the family are good, sending you all love. Um, happy birthday Vicky, oh Christ I've got a pen, what am I going to do? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me write it in here, but but if this locks out I do apologise, Vicky birthday, uh, Vicky birthday, um, all at the end, do, do, do it all at the end. Um, Dawn Decker, we used to have a cat that would shit in my dad's slippers. It was, <laughs> it was Dawn Decker. Go on, let's pop that up. Now, that's, that's cheered me up. That's hashtag fuck off Friday, that is. Hashtag fuck off Friday, Dawn Decker says, we used to have a cat that would shit in my dad's slippers. It was love, hate. I <laughs> That's really tickled me, I don't know why. Um, I had a pair of my Adidas shoes. That I, I posted about them years ago, ages ago. I had to get rid of uh, the Beckenbauer trainers. I'd had them for years. They're finally falling apart. Anyway, I put them outside. Because I couldn't bring myself to put them in the recycling or into the clothes recycling or whatever, you know, wherever they're going to be recycled, I popped them on top of a recycling bin. Um, and as is the way, you know, with some of these things, I have this strange thing. Is this an ADHD thing? I don't know. Where you might leave something in a place that's not right. It's not appropriate. You shouldn't do it. Um, most normal people would be like, why have you left that there? But as a family, we just have found it in increasingly more and more amusing to kind of pull into the drive and there's a pair of Beckenbauer Adidas trainers sat on top of a recycling bin. Anyway, the other day, one of them had come off and was on the floor and I, I went to pick it up to put it back for it to sit for probably another two years. And clearly a fox had decided to take a shit in my Adidas trainer. What is it? What is it about taking a shit in a shoe? What a weird thing. Oh, isn't it weird? I mean, I suppose you wouldn't take a shit now because they could take your DNA. Uh, <laughs> Concrete Jungle, that's funny. Concrete Jungle says, yes, it's so you become lighter and can more easily run away from danger. So you're releasing ballast. It's like a, what, a hot air balloon. So they can get over the fence at the end of the garden. You take a great big dump in someone's shoe and there's less of you to hoik over the, uh, over the fence. Oh, my Lord. Urban foxes, Joni. You can't beat them, can you? They're sophisticated fuckers. I saw one driving a Toyota the other day. It was amazing. It was amazing. He gave me a right look at the lights. Like, are you going to go first or what? Crazy. Target practice into a trainee. I mean, you know... You've got to be a certain kind of fox to shit perfectly on the 
Adidas logo. That's what they did. And it was, it was shaped like a perfect little, it was like the top of a cupcake. Uh, Aaron Bullimore, it's standing how many criminals get caught from dumb shit like that, quite literally dumb shit. Uh, in forensics, my tutor told us one guy got caught because he took a bite of the cheese and then put it back. You're joking. Well, he went to the fridge. He went to the fridge and had some cheese. <laughs> Carol Naismith, I do apologise. Really enjoying my breakfast. Yes, I should have. I should have thought. Some, for some of you eating your breakfast, you don't want to be talking about fox shit. So I'm, I'll move on. I'll move on. Right. The big story this morning, which of course is flapping all over the place, and this is a curious story because it started as a whimper and it sort of gained momentum this morning. Curiously, this is the Holly Willoughby story. Has anyone seen this story? Um, Holly Willoughby not appearing on this morning. Um, you know, she didn't appear on Thursday. Uh, she was not, not under house arrest, what was it, under police guard in her home as um, the police dealt with a suspected plot to kidnap her. Um, the story has since developed today. I mean, literally just minutes ago, a 36-year-old man has been charged over the alleged plot to kidnap TV presenter Holly Willoughby. They've even named him as Gavin Plum, 36, of Pottersfield Harlow. Um, he's been charged with soliciting to commit murder, incitement to commit rape, and incitement to commit kidnap. Um, they've been arrested. Uh, the charges follow the arrest, which was made on Wednesday. Um, and obviously she was off air yesterday. Um, Detective Superintendent Rob Kirby says this is an extremely fast-paced investigation with many of our officers and national partners working overnight to secure these charges. Um, this morning, bosses were alerted to the plot on Thursday morning, and the presenter decided to pull out shortly before she was due to go on air. Uh, ITV are also providing round-the-clock security and support for Willoughby alongside the police. What an awful thing. What an awful thing. Cobblers. Who said cobblers? Is that relating to the... Is that relating to the um, I mean, the fact that they've charged someone, because it was a weird story. The re reason this was weird, and I think a number of people, we were all kind of texting people, kind of going, this is, it, was, it kind of seemed to gain some traction, and then it didn't seem to kind of get the attention you would have thought a story like this would get. Uh, and yet now, I suppose, oh, Rio chat was a bit harsh, harsh. Great for ITV's failing ratings and to get her public popularity back. Well, they I mean, they have named someone and arrested them, so... So presumably, you know, I, I think there was a sense of, well, is this real? Not, not is this real? I mean, it was a curious story. The way the story was 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 landing, it it felt odd. It felt odd. It didn't feel like there was a sort of commitment to it. Um, and they found out about the plot due to, uh, I, I believe, messages. They call it electronic data. Messages found on electronic kit and data. Um, uh, you do have to question that, Reese. If you have to question if she wasn't as high profile, would she have received the proactive measure from the police? Good point. Um, perhaps people are not reading newspapers these days, do you think, Mark? Um, well, I don't think people are literally reading newspapers anymore, but they certainly get their online news. And let's face it, most kids get their online news. Most people get their online news from Snap, or from TikTok, yeah, believe it or not, little bite-sized chunks. Um, maybe the media had restrictions. That's what I wondered. I wondered whether they were they were revealing it, but they were kind of having to kind of conceal certain aspects of it because they needed to kind of get going. But I mean, the story is fully broken today. So you know, distraught Holly Willoughby under police guard as man arrested over alleged kidnap plot. I do think we go. I think everyone has to be a bit careful here because I think the desire to possibly 
you know, we've talked a lot here about the kind of huge, huge misogynistic sexism uh, that's been, that, that she's been victim and, and fallen foul of around the whole Schofield drama, that how somehow her knowing something uh, was infinitely worse than him doing whatever it was he did that was silly but not illegal. So, you know, I do think there's a sort of strange compulsion societally, isn't there, to kind of target the woman. Um, so I think I think everyone should just guard against kind of going, yeah, right, oh, yeah, whatever. Because, you know, if this has happened to you, regardless of who you are, and you're right, there wouldn't be the same attention afforded to someone who wasn't a TV presenter like her. Um She's had a tough time. She's, 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 you know, you know. Do we still not bleed and all that kind of stuff? So, um, poor Holly. Yeah, you know, um, I'm sure there'll be some jokesters knocking about saying, um, yeah, exactly, Lee. Whether she knew something or not, she wasn't the one doing the deed. Yeah, she had a shitty time. But you know, yeah, everyone will be like, yeah, relative to what? Relative to yeah, of course she's got a privileged life. But yeah, what? Do, can you not? Ha can you not open your mouth? Or have an experience or feel something. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that story seems to have solidified and entrenched, and it's a thing, um, and charges are being... I mean, you know, after the whole Jill Dando... Um, oh, Elliot Gonzalez, like, well, um, you, you refer to something that I've chosen kind of to avoid. I don't know if this is all on X, but Elliot Gonzalez, if you haven't, please follow iTalkTelly, fabulous Instagram account and website, uh, and sort of just general news, 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 all your up-to-the-minute news on... All your TV stuff, whether it be reality shows, soaps, you name it, new, new series, whatever. It's a great, great sort of receptacle. Receptacle? Is it a receptacle? Of, uh, no, a sort of repository. That sounds like a suppository. You know what I mean. It's a good place to go, Elliot. Elliot Gonzalez says, some of the comments online around this are horrible. How can people be so nasty towards one person they don't know? It's staggering. Staggering, isn't it? It's like, go and clean your teeth. Do something else. <laughs> uh, Hannah Hornby, everyone would come out offering sympathy if it all got too much for her, but are the exact people that would likely tip her over the edge? It's cruel. There we go. I'm just breaking news. Uh, oh, yeah, deadline. Uh, yeah, man arrested over a leg. It's weird. As soon as it hits deadline, there's a sort of sanctioning of the news. It's not just a kind of curiosity in the British news, but yes, Holly Willoughby, man arrested over a ledger plot to kidnap British presenter. And let's not forget, let's not forget the Jill Dando case, you know, it's it's worrisome. It's worrisome. Um, uh, good morning, Jesse Kay. Never seem to catch these lives, but I have done today. Good morning. I hope you're enjoying it. And uh, yeah, stay, stay tuned in if you want to be driven mad. So yeah, I think all of our thoughts and all of our... Uh, I mean, look, the, the news is breaking like mad. I, I'm feeling with this story that the reason it felt like not a half-hearted story, but a sort of... a sort of un important story almost last night. This broke last night very, I mean, this broke at about, I'm trying to think, about 10 o'clock, was it last night? It's obviously, I think you're right, someone mentioned, I think they're possibly holding back on parts of the story and now it's been confirmed, which is really, really, really sad news. Um, Sarah D, indeed, the Ideal Home Christmas show is happening with the Curly Cooks. <laughs> Cue the madness. Um, and the inability to swear. That's my only frustration with those kind of live foodie things is you can't swear. Natasha Tyrannos, I do worry about what we have become as a society when we cannot feel sorry for someone going through this. She is still human. I mean, the fact that one has to even say that, Natasha, she is still human. Have compassion for every human. If you don't like someone, turn away. Or certainly in the whole social world, turn off. 
God, you've got to have something seriously wrong with you if you want to go on about it somewhere. Bloody hell. Um, okay. Now, the sycamore tree last week was a huge thing that kind of in no way, shape or form was in any way comparable to the absolutely awful tragedy that happened in Croydon with the, the stabbing. But it was, but the sycamore thing did become a sort of a different kind of symbol, if you like, of a certain kind of, mm, fucking hell, we've really lost something, haven't we? We've, we've lost something here. Something, something's lost. We've, we've, we've lost perspective in so many different ways. That's how it felt. But at the same time, and we, and we did say, in fact, when we looked at the footage of the vigil in Croydon, one other way of looking at these awful things that happen is to say, wow, look at the way in which people pull together. Uh, look at the way in which people unite. Look at the way in which people have a shared agreement and understanding over how wrong this is and how awful this is and all this kind of stuff. So so I think that's really I think that's really important to 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 say. But this is a story of another uh, one thousand year old tree, um, which came down. Uh, where is this? This is this is a tree that dates back to the Battle of Hastings. Um, this is a tree that was in the field near Uckham Lane Battle, around a mile from Senlac Hill, which is where the battle occurred in ten sixty six. The tree is on private land. Um, but, uh, and there's no, there's no actual knowledge as to whether this, now, this, could this not be a tree that fell over? The tree is understood to have come down one morning this week before being dragged away. Now, if you needed to covertly pull a really ancient tree down, my sense of this is, would you do it in the same week that another tree's come down? Maybe you would. Maybe you're looking for cloud cover from the sycamore. These are monuments, Edward Bevington. Actually, that's a really good point. It's an attack on UK monuments. Just because they're living and just because they're live and just because they're trees doesn't mean they're not monuments. Professional cut marks rarely get mistaken, says Edward Bevington. You can tell if it's been felled or fallen. I just think it's sad. I just think it's sad. I mean, I, I failed to pull up the, uh, the uh, to upload the image of it, I'm afraid, but it's another big old tree that's come down. I just think it's sad. Who's, who, you've got to have a certain kind of, I don't know. At what point do we need to really worry about people who don't think that there's something? I mean, I mean, I spoke to someone who I was really surprised they felt nothing about this the other day. And I was like, can you really feel nothing? Do you feel nothing? I mean. It's like people keep going to this thing of, yeah, but there are bigger things than what It's not about an either or, is it? It's we can all have opinions about more than one thing. Isn't that the, isn't that the, the privilege of being a human? I can have an opinion on that awful thing and I can have a response to that. There's this sort of strange idea that if you talk about one thing, why aren't you talking about another? I mean, it's ludicrous. So, yeah, I think that's depressing. Right. This is a good one. What do you think of this? French parents... French parents could be barred from posting photographs of their children on social media, and they could even be prosecuted if they flout the ban under a pioneering French bill. Um, this is great. I, this, this is really interesting. This is being brought to the uh, French government by Bruno Studer. Um, and he says this. He wants to clamp down on, quote, parents who endlessly share their children's private life from morning to night when they're asleep, when they're ill, when they're in the bath, when they're eating, and when they're having a tantrum. Discuss. Is that right? 
I think it's right. I think social media can be really fun. And at the, the very moment that our girls said, no, oh, we don't want to be, we don't want you filming any of this, you know, it was never forced or anything like that. But there, as soon as they were like, no, you, you just have to respect it. You know, there's a moment where it's fun and it's silly and amongst friends and it's this. And every now and then there'll be a moment still today where they go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that photo. You can post that. But I think I think this is right, isn't it? Jesse K, I never posted any pictures of my son until he could tell me if I could or could not. Yeah, I mean, I think it has to be that needs to become the protocol. Um, if I post a picture of my daughter, says Sadie C, she'd go mad at me. Worse than getting <laughs> worse than getting prosecuted. Uh, Gemma Perry, why do we need to share everything? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tiggy, I think children should be able to ask parents to take previously uploaded it, take down previous uploaded images as well. Interesting you should say that too, because we would never think to necessarily, we always run if there's a, I don't know, if it's a birthday or, you know, you wanted to sort of talk about, you know, how lovely your kids are and you go for something that's historic, we would also check that too. You, you have to check. Um, uh, Natasha Tiranos, uh, yeah, I think it's right. Children don't have a voice. There are also those who exploit their children online for views and it's just not fair. Um, Anna Marie Shellard, I agree. Nobody has the right to post your moments, not even parents. Totally agree. I think this is really good. I think this is something that should come in Come in here. Um, he also says, Bruno Studa, the MPC, also says he wants to curb a fad that involves parents playing pranks on their children, filming it and posting the videos on social media. For example, the egg crack challenge. We've talked about that. Um, the cheese challenge, in which slices of cheese are thrown at babies. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen, I mean, and I, you know, I feel bad enough to say I've seen it and we've laughed at it. And then you realize, hang on a minute, this is, this is just not good. Uh, Studa said that such actions amounted to a serious attack on the dignity of the child. Um, their children's image does not belong to, he added that the Lord has designed to make sure parents understood that their image, child, children's image doesn't belong to them, but that they have to protect it. He says that if parents ignore the ruling, they should be prosecuted for breaching their own children's privacy in the same way you could face prosecution if you took it into your head to post photographs of my children online. The maximum sentence uh, for breach of privacy, oh, under French law as it is now, is one year in prison and a £45,000 fine. I wonder who's going to suggest that. Wow. Crikey. Um, wow. Interesting, isn't it? I think, I think, it's, I think it's a good idea. Uh, yeah, Lee Darren, I think we have to remember, you know, different if you are posting images of yourself over a certain age, that's your right to do whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, I agree. I agree, uh, Lee. Uh, Anna Marie Shellard, kids should post parents in their private moments. <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, everybody more technically, I think that could be illegal. It sort of falls under privacy laws, but the government hasn't bothered to update those laws, particularly in particular with regards to children. Yeah, Rio Chap, social media has turned those people into idiots or have they simply come out of their shells? Um, Gemma Perry, I think to be prosecuted is a bit much. Maybe the social media platforms could enact some kind of, um, I don't know, ban or bar. You know, you're sort of, you you have a time out for a week or something where you can't use your social media. Hannah Liebschutz, Mark, have you watched the Dad Challenge podcast on YouTube? He tackles family vloggers and explains why they're child exploiters. Really eye-opening? Oh, I'll check that out. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, fascinating stuff, that. Fascinating. I think that's, again, yeah, I think we could do that. Um, quickly, just going to pass through a few things before we get to the new, uh, get to the quiz, quiz of the week, and all that kind of mal 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 malarkey. What have we got here? Game? Oh, no, we don't want to do that. That's boring. Um, okay. Da -da -da -da. Oh, Kevin Keegan. Does anyone know who Kevin Keegan is still? 
when I when I say Kevin Keegan, I mean you know does does sort of do kind of tumbleweeds blow by and you go what the who, who the hell's Kevin Keegan? He had curly hair once, now now nothing. Kevin Keegan is a was a once uh, you know highly lauded, probably you'd consider our greatest footballer, um, and he's come out and said uh, that he finds he has a problem with female sports pundits talking about or commentating on men playing football. Uh, He says, uh, the Times have reported him saying, I'm not keen, I've got to be honest, and it may not be a view shared. I don't like to listen to ladies talking about the England men's team at the match because I don't think it's the same experience. I have a problem with that. (laughs) Footballer with a shell suit and curly hair. That's the one. Football. Bill Shankly area. So he's a sexist now, Father Ted. Um, what an viv by the sea. Uh, he was well. He, he was supposed to be great, wasn't he? His hair was remarkable. Um, I think it's pretty clear. That's pretty archaic, isn't it? Archaic, nonsensical, and uneducated. Uh, says um, says someone. He's been dubbed a dinosaur. Um, uh, but is there any argument that? He's entitled to his opinion, Beryl McNally. There we go. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's entitled to his opinion. Of course he is. I don't think. Should he be cancelled for this? Uh, is this a symptom of what the whole sort of Spanish football kind of misogyny? Uh, I genuinely think it's just old-fashioned. However, women and men play the same game, so why shouldn't women commentate on a men's game and vice versa? I agree. I agree. What an absolute plonker, says Lorna Stewart. Nice and simple. Uh, Carol Naismith, I suppose he's entitled to his opinion. Someone knows what they're talking about. It wouldn't be a problem, <laughs> Edward Bevington. Um, what about men commenting on women's sport? Yeah, it's you know it is a bit archaic, isn't it? It's a bit archaic. Um, and finally, and finally, what's the point of banning smoking? What do you think about the government's decision to ban smoking? Do they need to, or is it already happening? Do you think Rishi on a dishy? Has, has hit upon a clever idea. I think he should look at vaping more than he should look at smoking. I mean, smoking smells shit. You you just look bad. You get, you know, it's just, you, I mean, do, you, do people still think smoking looks cool? Because, I mean, for me, for our generation, we were the sort of hangover from the days of it kind of looked cool in a film, didn't it? But, you know, smoking, is it cool? I mean, I must admit, I get so disappointed when I see youngsters smoking. Almost more than, well, much more than even having a drink. And you could argue, well, why if you're a recovering alcoholic? I suppose because my feeling around almost other th- every other thing is it's potentially reversible. I mean, obviously, that, that's a hugely complicated concept. You know, look at October, October and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I, for me, Ellen, yeah, stop targeting kids with vapes and leave me as a smoker alone. Oh, interesting. You're a smoker. Let's pop that out. That's a good point. Thank you. I mean, there used to be a time when people would say, I remember people like uh, Jeremy Clarkson saying, don't tell us not to smoke in pubs, it's our right. Well, I think it is your right to do whatever you want as an adult, as long as it doesn't hurt others. Um, but, uh, oh, Ellery Jones, absolutely. Huge shout out and thank you to Stacey Randall. Oh, where have you gone? Sorry, I've lost you. Um, who who pinged out a ludicrous number of, of memberships. So if you suddenly, without realising, got a membership and you don't know why and who from, it's from Stacey Randall. You've got her to thank you. To thank you? To thank. Smoking isn't cool, says Grace Ann Martin, and neither is vaping. I think vaping looks ridiculous. 
Yeah, it's weird though, isn't it? You can't say that to a youngster. I can think of a particular young young adult who I love very much, and I sort of think, you know, and it's not like either of my girls, um, and I sort of think, oh, why, 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 why? And of course, when I do that, she thinks I'm possessed, and she phones up the um, crazy squad because <laughs> why, why? Uh, I can't stop. I can't stop. Okay, it's quiz of the week. It's quiz of the week. My head is. Th- thumping like a nutter, and I'm going to go and take loads more painkillers. Uh, and I'm now going to have my decaf, which, uh, <laughs> as you know, really helps with things. Okay, so hang on. It's really hard to get you both on the screen here. So I've got you all on the left. Let's put you all over here. Uh, we've done Holly. Da-da-da. And then we've got Quiz of the Week over here. Get your pens and pencil, paper. I see that Faith Goodman isn't here, so she's going to be automatically a loser. Right. Are we ready? Are you ready? Make it easy. Oh, let's hope so, hey? Let's hope there's not too many questions about golf or cricket. I will do. That's a good idea, Edward Bovington. Here we go. A new master's degree will allow students to explore the history and impact of witchcraft and magic around the world, a university in the UK has said. Which of these subjects is not among the modules in the course at the University of Essex, Exeter? So the University of Exeter are going to be doing uh, studying witchcraft and magic. But which of these are not on its syllabus? A, dragons in Western literature and art. B, the legend of King Arthur. Or C, witchcraft and wizardry in 21st century media. Oh, yeah, stay KC. Hang out with us. It's fun. It's not just mindless questioning. It's just a place to kind of rattle around. Hi, welcome, Millie Kay. Oh, my God. So which of those isn't going to be taught? Dragons in Western literature and art, A. B, the, King, the legend of King Arthur. Or C, witchcraft and wizardry in 21st century media. It's C. C is the answer. They are doing The Legend of King Arthur, and they are doing dragons. The US, question two, the US narrowly avoided a government shutdown um, after Republicans sided with the Democrats to pass a last-minute spending plan. It would have been the first such shutdown under Joe Biden. They have this curious thing, don't they? If they can't all agree, suddenly America closes its doors and says we're closed. Which president presided over the most most shutdowns of uh, American government uh, during their time of office? Which of these three oversaw the, the longest period of time where government closed down? Was it A, Jimmy Carter, B, Ronald Reagan, or C, Donald Trump? <coughs> Excuse me. It's B, Ronald Reagan. Sorry, that coffee tasted really weird. Question three. A family in Norway found artifacts from a Viking-era burial in their garden while searching for a lost gold earring. What was it they found? Was it A, a bowl-shaped buckle, B, a rusty sword and spear, or C, a shoe and tools? A Norwegian family found these Viking-era burial artifacts in their garden. Was it A, a bowl-shaped buckle? I wonder if that, Mum, is what's down nearby the uh, butthole from hell in green-figured hell. So A, a bowl-shaped buckle, B, a rusty sword and spear, or C, a shoe and tools. 
Elaine Denning says A. Belinda Johnson says, oh, yeah, uh, Belinda Johnson says C. Did you say C? I've lost you. Uh, Susan Hellings says C. Um, it's A, a bowl-shaped buckle. Question four. Europe's men, oh, no. You're not going to believe it. It's a fucking golf question. You know what? I'm going to go somewhere else for our Friday quiz now. They, they've, I've had it. I've had it with this. I'm going to do a different one. Europe's men regained the Ryder Cup after a thrilling weekend of golf, which saw the US fight back. But the victors enjoyed a tournament record win in Saturday's foursomes by which pair? Who gives a monkey's jollop about golf? A, Rory McIlroy and Matt Fitzpatrick. B, Victor Hovland and Ludwig Aberg. Or C, John Rahm and Tyrrell Hatton. Means diddly doo doo. No, we pull the no. This is this is we we've we've we, okay. We've sat on the shoulders of the BBC's quizzes for too long now. We're moving on. A monkey's jollop. What is a jollop? Is it a testicle? The answer is B. Moving on. Ugh. Tributes were paid to Diane Feinstein, veteran Democrat senator from California who died age 90. She was the oldest member of the US Senate and voted just the day before her death. In which year did she win her first election? A, 1969, B, 1978, or C, 1992? Oh, sorry. Uh, I have a sort of strategic guess there. Oldest woman... Earliest vote, election, A. Well done. Question six. This looks fun. A totem pole was returned to its rightful home in Canada after being stolen for a museum almost a century ago. For how much did Canadian anthropologist Mar Marius Barbeau sell the pole to the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh? So this is a totem pole that's been returned to its rightful home in Canada after being stolen from a museum almost a century ago. But for how much did the Canadian anthropologist Marius Barbeau sell the pole to the Royal Scottish Museum in Edinburgh? Was it A, 500 Canadian dollars, B, 1,900 Canadian dollars, or C, 4,000 Canadian dollars? I know what we're going to do. I'm going to get, I know what we're going to do from here on in. I'm going to get a quiz that we, I get tomorrow. And then I'm going to use that next week because I don't like that. Canada News, Cherry D. Yay. It's A, about 500 Canadian dollars. If any of you have six, I will punch myself repeatedly in the face with a baby bell. And at ease. Final question. Professor Anne Louillier, Louillier became only the fifth woman to win the Nobel Prize for Physics as she shared the award with two colleagues for their experiments with light. They kept turning a torch on and off in a cupboard. I'm joking. How long is it since the last female winner of the Nobel Prize for Physics? Was it A, three years, B, five years, or C, 55 years? I literally feel like I'm going to be sick. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> is it A, three years, B, five years, or C, 55 years? Oh, what's that? Ellen, go Ellen. What's Ellen done? Ellen, what have you done? What's happened, Ellen? Where's Ellen? Ellen, Ellen, where are you? Oh, I can't find you. You've gone way, 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 way. Maybe you're doing really well. Maybe you're the only one who is doing really well. 
Oh, I can't find you. The answer is A, three years. Who got seven out? Even got six right. Cherry D. Ellen got six. <gasps> Bell X. I need a quiz on films and cinema. Mm, I'm wondering whether we should do, we should have a sort of popcorn junkies quiz area, shouldn't we? Where you can maybe win, I don't know, cinema tickets or something like that. Okay, guys. Linda Tyler got zero. Oh, dear. Um, the Country Pumpkin got seven. No way. Oh, look at that. Popping it up there, Country Pumpkin. Well done, you. Going into the weekend, a winner. Whereas Julie, I'm not going to sort of rub it in or anything, but I do, do just have to do that, is going in with zero, uh, which is, uh, by any definition, not a winner. Not a winner. Um, and Alison Stockley, uh, not looking good there either. So sorry about that. Well done. Um, okay, my lovelies, have a lovely day. Oh, hang on. I had a birthday, didn't I? Whose birthday was it? Uh, 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 Vicky. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Vicky. Happy birthday to you. And Vicky waiting the candle lady got seven wrong. Well done, you. That's quite an achievement. Okay, guys, as I say, content will be landing all over the weekend. Have fun and have a 